this is going to have to do We I need some happy music for today, okay? <laughs> okay. And if you want to get me some uh, some other intro songs, I'm happy to do that. Maybe we can um we can uh, audition songs for your your and Thomas's walkout song. Is that that's a thing, right? It is. We actually have ideas for that. So I'd, people are either going to love it or hate it. It's your wedding. It doesn't matter what they want or like. That's true. Mm. That's true. I'll have to tell you and see what you, see what you say. Um, twelve twenty eight. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. I'll, I'll like I, I'll come up with lots of wedding questions and we'll do like a um, a monthly Alex gets married or Alex prepares for her wedding podcast. Because <laughs> like now I'm thinking of do you want me to? Do you remember when I I hosted Justin and Lucas's wedding? Do you want me to do that for you? I don't want to make you work at my wedding. Like, you're one of my best friends. You're there to enjoy it, you know? I enjoyed that. Oh, it was Ashley that went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fine. You're lucky I don't put you in a dress and make you stand next to me. (laughs) That's not going to happen. No. That would not happen. (laughs) No, but um, we were tossing around. So, Thomas and I really want it. Um, Obviously, he has lost both of his parents, and I've lost my dad. They're huge influences in our life, and we want to incorporate that into our wedding and our party in a lot of ways with the music. So, like, his parents were obsessed with Prince, and my dad was obsessed with all things Anita Baker, but his all-time favorite songs were, like, Atomic Dog and, you know what I mean, the fun stuff, the old-school stuff, but it transcends generations, in my opinion. So I think we're going to bring a lot of that to the party. Last thing, and then um, we, 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 I want to move on because um, again, we got we got time for this. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend, and this is not to put DJs out of business or anything like that. But you're obviously on a budget, and you have, you can mm-hmm. make the decision. Um, maybe you want to spend more for this because the house is important. But Justin and Lucas pulled off the Spotify playlist thing just fine. Did they? Yeah. That's interesting. So the place that we still have our eyeballs on that we really like, they would provide like a sound system included in the price. So I plugged I, I plugged my he gave me a playlist. He made a playlist and he's like, let it rip. And he manipulated a, a little bit. He told me he was actually switching songs while he was dancing. But <laughs> I, I mean, look, if, if you can think you can pull that off, you can probably save a couple of grand by not having a DJ or a band. The only other thing that we wanted that we were hoping is if we did get a DJ that they could facilitate like some entertainment. So there could be, you know what I mean? Like when you, I've been to some weddings where they're really boring and I've been to other weddings where they're really fun and there's like a game that's played with the bride and the groom and you know what I mean? And there's, so anyway, uh, but that definitely warrants some more research because there's a lot of stuff. Like I'm also cutting corners on my photographer and my sister-in-law's like, what do you mean? And I said, why the hell am I going to spend two hours after our wedding taking pictures, taking hundreds of pictures if I'm only going to keep like 10 of them? I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. <laughs> so right. um, we're, we're, it's, I'm not going to get a videographer you know, we're not going to pay for a photo booth. There's an app for that. Like you just mm. put your iPad up, put the yep. app up and like tell, make people take their own pictures via selfie and like a timer. Yep. So we're, we're definitely cutting corners so that the bulk of our cost is going to be whatever our location is and the food and the liquor. Do I, I know I'm not a wedding planner, but do you want me to be like the, uh, the executive producer and you can give me the list and I'll be like, yes, eh, yellow, no, red, red, give me the red pen. 
<laughs> yes, you can cure, curate the party for us. Um, so last night, mm. Andre wouldn't go to sleep. Really? He, he was shivering. Oh, and, no. um, that's a, he has to poop. I mean, I never know when he has to go out because he is just a poop machine. And if I say, do you want to go out? He's never going to be like, no, thanks. I'll pass. So I never yeah. know when he has to go. That's we just true. go on a schedule. Mm-hmm. I took him out four times last night after we went to bed. Did he go every time? He peed a little bit. He pooped one time. Um, but every time we come inside, he was still shivering. And I, finally, we, we laid down and I held him and I just kind of petted him and tried to keep calm. Um, fast forward to this morning, I figured if he had to go again, he would just, you know, shit in the house like he always does um, while I'm at the gym. I come home, yeah. no accidents. He's shivering again. So we walk out, I, I get him and Diddy, and he goes and he poops outside. Um, long story short here, he's got a little bit of a temperature. There's nothing else obviously wrong with him. But yeah. when I left, he was shivering and shaking. And I'm I'm concerned. Yeah. So I what kind of shivering? Because Sunny's lip quivers that looks like a shiver, but the rest of her body is fine. Does it occasionally, not all the time, the vet says, don't be concerned. Like it just you know I've brought it up more than once. But she, her, you know, every time I get her checked out and I include that, she comes out just fine. He's never one, done this before. Okay. No, nothing like this. So one thing that I have also done, not that I think that they're connected, but, you know, so my dogs, I don't let them out in the cold. I, like, put down pee pads for them. But a pee pad is also a really good way to see if the dog has any blood in their urine or if their urine is a different color. Because you can't really, like, when they're going out and they're peeing, the only thing that you can look at is their poop to determine like, okay, they must have an upset tummy because this is like mush. Um, or if it's, you know what I mean? Like I we know we can look at, assess their poop, but if they're acting funny, a pee pad is a really good way to try to, and it's not hard to get them to use a pee pad because they have, like if Andre has a spot that he uses a bathroom in, just put the pee pad down there and see if he'll go to it. Cause it, some of them have like an aroma that makes dogs want to go on the pee pad, but um, it's a good way for them to pee on the pee pad. And then you can take a look at it and say, okay, that's really dark. Like Sunny at one point just peed out straight blood. So it was obvious to us on the pee pad, but not in the grass. We would not have been able to see it. Well, remember there's snow now. Um, yes, I'll that's try, true. I'll try to ca- catch it. I've caught both of their peas in the last handful of months in a, in a cup. So, I'll do that. I made a vet appointment for 11 o'clock tomorrow. Okay. Um, I spoke to my friend, Laura, formerly of LC4, but now Humane Ohio. She gave me some things to look at. All clear there. I shoved a thermometer in his ass. It's um, like, how, I was going to ask how you got his temperature. He, <laughs> he, I, I was like, I'm going in, and he was fine with it. Um, I guess it was a little elevated, but nothing concerning. <clears throat> and uh, I'm hoping... So, he obviously, like last week, I think I told you that, like... There was so much salt on the walkway. Oh, it was yeah. hard for him to go. So I'm, I'm wondering, like, he's had some anxiety things before, I think. It's never lasted this long. I don't recall ever having a foot of snow with him. Um, and usually it's Diddy that gets cold, and Andre just manages through it. But I'm hoping this is more in his head, where he goes outside, he walks the pathway, and the, the snow is higher than him. And maybe he's just in his own head. Yeah, it could be. It could. Yeah, it absolutely could be. He's just afraid or, 
you know, there's just something bothering him compared to something physical that's, that's happening in his body. It could be, it could be, you know, nothing major, but I thoughts, hope not. thoughts to sweet Andre. He's so sweet. Usually. <laughs> he is extremely bossy. Like he is that dog where Pav, he is so Pavlovian or Pavlovian in, in many ways. And it irritates me and I raise my voice at him, but um, yeah, but I'm obviously concerned and there, I know that there's nothing I can do about it, at least it, until tomorrow. And I, I it's funny. Um, you know, you go through uh, like your budget in your head and your bank account and you're like, I can't buy that. I just can't afford that right now. And yeah. then all that shit goes out the window when the dogs get sick. It's like, take um, all my money. Just tell me what's wrong. So is he still eating and drinking? Yeah. Yeah, he okay. is. And he, when I came home from getting his butt thermometer, mm-hmm. uh, only Diddy was barking and Andre is always the first and loudest. Um, mm-hmm. But if I offer him a treat, he's good. So. Good. Good. Yeah. That's always, that's always important. That's really funny. When I went in to um, go to the link to start the podcast, I saw my email, you know, I got my car repaired last week and uh, they're sending, I'm like, you know what? You should not be allowed to send surveys asking for feedback when you charge customers a certain amount of money because I don't want to get, I'm just pissed. Like when I, (laughs) I spent $740 last week on my car, 740. But now like, you have, I don't want to fill out your damn survey. Now you have working brakes, which is better than not working brakes. It was my alternator this time. Okay. My alternator and my battery and a serpentine belt and some other things. I have a quick question, and I don't want sure. to go too, too far down down here. Um, ha, Do you have a car payment right now? I do. What is it? Um, Less than 300 so it's between 250 and 300 Can we... Can we get you out of this vehicle and keep you right around the same payment with very little, if no money down and into a car that you don't have to worry about this? Because as you're seeing, like, first of all, you have a car <laughs> payment and you have to keep fixing it. So $700, that's roughly, that's almost, that's like two and a half months of car payments. I paid, so between what I paid just last week and what I paid in May, so not even a year ago, I have paid $2,000 into my car. And it's a piece of junk. It's it's not a piece of junk, but it is, I'm very grateful I've had worse, but um, I do want to hold out until the end of the year. Like, I'm just crossing my fingers. Thomas and I have an appointment on Saturday with our lender again for our home. So we should have a pre-approval by Saturday. So I'm trying to knock this out. And if I need a car as early as the summertime, I would hope that I'm in a house before that. Um, and well, then what if I can keep you, I said like a car sale. What if you I keep do, you sound just like Carl's. I don't like leases. If you're heading in the lease direction, don't I, buy cars. I would, I want to own my car so I can do what I want with it. But you know, when you own your car, one, you're mm-hmm. paying for a long time and then you're paying for something that decreases in value every second. It's not, it's not worth it. And then when you own it, you're where you are now. Things break and you have to pay to fix them. So maybe we can involve Paul in this question. I know you're the king of leases. My only concern is what if I want to hop in my car and drive it down to South Carolina? What if I want to hop in my car and drive it to Chicago? I do like to do these things. Like my Jeep has been to South Carolina and Chicago and back and forth to Cleveland because that's like where I'm from and where my family is. Those things are are what makes me not attracted to a lease because I do like to, you know what I mean? I'm not a, I do like to be in my car and take it places, especially with the dogs. Like Thomas and I were just talking about 
if we wanted to do a quick trip, we would have to toss the dogs in the back and drive ourselves instead of flying ourselves. Two things. You can pay for more miles if you mm-hmm. think you're going to use them. And two, um, this cuts both ways. One, you're probably not driving as much as you used to. Thanks, COVID. Right. And then, uh, so you can save miles on that. And then two, uh, if you consider what it would be to maybe to continue to finance a vehicle or to maybe uh, rent a car, mm-hmm. the payments aren't going to be that different um, to pay the overages of the miles. Okay. So, I, I mean, I'll consider it. My other fe- fear that I always was told is that if you don't have good credit, you won't get, you know, it's not really worth it. My credit is now considered fair or reasonable. So I am like in the, I'm not at the good credit stage. I'm working myself up there. I'm hoping once we purchase a home and some more time, we have it for a little bit longer. Like I heard that that equity will add to your credit score. But um, right now it's, I'm still working on it. Okay. I'm good. Like I got, I have good enough credit to get me in a conventional loan and not an FHA loan for a house. Like I'm good, um, but I'm not great. So that's why I always have concerns with leases. Okay, I'll investigate. Maybe the next car, not this, not the one that I'm, uh, not the one that I'll get after my Jeep, but the one after my next car. I won't know. That'll be like seven, eight, ten years. You are? You, were you about to say you won't know me by then? Very possible. Motherfucker. What happens if this Mars lander uh, gets sent back to us and <laughs> with people on board, with things on board, with aliens? Like, and I'm very excited about this thing today. It happens at two fifteen, and I'm going to watch. I'm super excited. So, was that some? Is that a product of the NASA um, thing we have here in the Sandusky area? Because I know that base is specific for rovers and and land transportation. I don't know. I I don't know my NASA locations. I know that the uh, United Arab Emirates sent something, and they, they sent pictures back last week. There's some China shit. And the analogy that I read landing this thing, they call it seven minutes of hell. Oh, Jesus. Um, and I said that to the girl that I have been hanging out with. I, I sent her that. I was like, is this you? Is this your doing as well? Um, they said it's like throwing a throwing a dart like X amount of, X amount of thousands of miles per hour from Detroit to Dallas and hitting the bullseye. It reminds me of in Armageddon when they had to drive, fly through all of the debris, the meteor debris right. or the, and then it reminds me of in Hidden Figures, the go, no go, um, where they had to calculate that small, tiny little pinhole window to get, um, to get the whatever. I don't even remember what that mission was, but we do have a NASA location in Cleveland, the John Glenn Center, and we have um, a NASA location in like the Sandusky area that you can see from the turnpike. And I know at that location, they do specific things. And I think one of them is um, like a testing site for the rovers and for the mechanics of those devices that land on other planets or like the moon or something. I like this stuff. Um, I do too. That's why I know about some of it. um, So the job that I said you should get uh, has been taken. (laughs) Um, it has i you know i don't know if i was a good fit for that i don't know maybe um uh toledo names leader uh, toledo names leader of new initiative to reduce gun violence we talked about this several months ago Mm -hmm. um they just wanted somebody to be 
a conduit between uh, some of the rougher parts of the community and and the police and people in the administration. Um, and I thought I looked at the uh, the job posting and I was like, you you could do that. And I get it. This guy is uh, 44 years old and probably has more experience than you. Perhaps seems like it's mm-hmm. a good hire. Um, mm-hmm. He's from here, and I do think I, I don't think this is too much of a stretch. This this gentleman, his name is Dwan Armor. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. He will be one of the three to five most important people in Toledo uh, upon his arrival. He will. I, um, you know, I had some reservations about hearing about this initiative when we first talked about it, I think in the summertime, um, you're going to have to, he's going to have to be really strategic off the bat. These kids like, and these folks in these neighborhoods are not stupid. You know what I mean? So they're going to know the city hired some black former pro athlete, black dude that's down and relatable to try to come in and make a difference. They can sniff that shit out like from a mile away. So you're just going to have to be really strategic with what you do. Um, But I'm all for it. Good for him. Um, Welcome back to the city. Um, And I would love to see what comes of this. So is he going to is his position where he's going to be coordinating programs and services to start to um, bridge the gap? Or is he going to be the one? Because, you know, that was my concern also um, was like, am I supposed to be going out? You know, this is it's still there's still a level of danger to it. I think it's a little bit of both, but I'm not sure. And uh, I was thinking about this. I can probably ask some people and we can probably get on the list to talk to him. And obviously, uh, that's that's going to be a lot of you. But (laughs) if you would like uh, for me to ask to have him on the podcast, I'm sure we can get that done. That'd be awesome. I think that would be really great to have him on the podcast and hear what his ideas are and how he feels about what he's seen, especially since he's, I don't know, is he, he came from the Columbus area then, like he's from Toledo, but he's been in Columbus. Correct. Okay. And uh, I will ask him kind of like uh, what we were talking to the police officers before. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have, I think, a predominantly uh, white audience who listens to the podcast, though it's diverse and inclusive. And What's we're up, cer- my white people? <laughs> we're certainly not exclusive, but I think mm-hmm. I would certainly ask him, what can the white people in the community do to support you in your endeavors? Yeah, so. 100%. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's do the rush thing here. And... My mind hasn't changed from yesterday, but uh, I mean, it, it was literally, he died like moments before we, we hopped on, he but did. I fleshed out some, some thoughts and as I predicted, um, and you saw like the internet was getting testy. There are people who I really respect who were like, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have ill words. Don't speak ill of the dead. He was someone's fan. All the, all the, all the cliche things. And uh, I saw that a, a comment I put on Nick Comive's uh, page was was getting a lot of likes, so I'm like, all right, let, let's run with this. I and I don't think I will ever publicly sit and wish death on somebody. Right. Um, I'll just let karma take its course. And and he was again, he was a radio legend, but he made that legend on a lot of cruelty and mm-hmm. the opposite of what we are, being very exclusive. People have probably mm-hmm. seen the Michael J. Fox thing by now. He talked very poorly and ignorant, ignorantly of people with AIDS. Mm-hmm. Um, and conservatism is fine. Like, I don't have a problem if you want to believe in lower taxes for the rich and, you know, more personal liberty, all that shit. But when you, when you do those things and when you get, like, real crazy conspiracy theorists as he's been... Um, I, I dislike you, and I, I think you're you're more a bad person than a good. So I'll say this. I don't wish death on anybody, but I'm certainly not going to have any sympathy uh, for his or anyone like his passing. 
And the common thing is, um, well, what about the family? People loved him. Mm-hmm. He was, I don't know who was related to him or whatever. I'm like, well, okay, but look at it this way. They either enabled him, which makes them bad right. people, right. or um, Ignored him. He, he influenced them. And mm-hmm. that's not good. So while they might be heartbroken that they've lost a loved one, in a lot of cases like this, your loved your loved one was a shithole of a person. So just trust it. Trust us. You'll be in a better place. So I think that I, because you know my, I, and it could have been because I'm fresh off the passing of my own father, where I'm like, God, I would hate it if I saw this. Um, but I don't think I would have. I like if this if that were the character of a family member of mine or as close as a parent of mine, I don't, I think I would have had to make a, make a difficult, and I am who I am. I would have made a difficult decision a long time ago that I'm like, don't think this is the best person to have in my life. Like, cause he has, it's interesting that things like this remind you of, I, I don't think of Rush Limbaugh on a monthly basis, on a yearly basis, you know, but I knew who he was. Um, and I knew some of the things that he said, but I forgot a ton of it. You know, I, I, for, I moved on from a lot of it because there's just so much out there nowadays with this kind of content. He's awful. Definitely not worth it to mourn the death of this individual. It's sad that he passed away. You don't wish death upon anyone, but he's certainly not worth the energy of mourning or, you know what I mean? And let's hope Lady Universe does not, you know, we, we, we lose one and we gain another. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where one where one goes, another is coming forward. Like let's hope that we can, you know, move into a different era that is less. I don't know. That never will happen. But not to sound hopeless, but still, I don't. I don't have. I, my thoughts are different than what they were yesterday, and because that was an immediate reaction for us. That happened exactly when we were hopping onto the podcast. And I was like, oh, you know, very insincere, like, oh, that's too bad because that's how I felt. But then I was thinking about it further. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything about it. I'm going to process it and move on. I don't feel like I need to facilitate any online conversation about it. Um, But I do appreciate some of the conversations I've seen because it is a reminder of just how awful he actually was, you know, Yeah. about everything that was not white or white man specifically. Right. Uh, it's unfortunate because um, people like him and some of the other awful conservatives who, who throw out all kinds of wild shit, um, it overshadows the reasonable. Like like Mitt Romney. Like yeah. four, eight years ago, I was like, I don't want that guy to be president. You know, Team Barack, B.O. What, what did you call We call him Badass Barry? <laughs> Beijing Barry now. Be- um, <laughs> oh, yeah, like four more years for Barack Obama. I didn't yeah. like Mitt Romney's connection to Bain Capital, which really disrupted what my my industry is. But I didn't hate the guy. And if right. it, like he was a reasonable human. I think he was Mormon. A reasonable human being. Yeah, and is. it sucks that the bad people like the Rush Limbaugh's and whatever the fuck Ted Cruz is up to these days, flying <laughs> to Cancun or not. Um, the, it, it's unfortunate. It's this loud world we live in where that overshadows the decent people who are usually in the middle trying to get things done for everybody. If we had a political podcast, Ted Cruz would be getting annihilated. You fly your family to safety in Mexico? How dare you? You and your family are in this. Like, get the hell out of here. Fly your family to safety to Mexico. You're out of your mind. Um, all right. We can leave the rush thing right there. And I will just say that uh, I, I, if it didn't come across last night in text message, I was not just... Dis- 
a little disappointed, but more surprised that you weren't watching the the person of color female tennis match. I was watching. Um, so, you know, I love Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight was on last night and it was juicy, a juicy episode. And then after that, um, I gave Thomas the remote because he was upset. We didn't watch the thing because that's what he wanted to watch today. What, what's the, the thing? The movie. The movie, The Thing, I hate it so much. He's making me watch these things that literally make me cringe on, like, from my head to my toes. Haven't you brought up, like, Naomi Osaka stuff with me before and you were... Oh, yeah, I love Naomi Osaka. So I turned it on and then it was hard for me to watch after that. So it was, like, three to two. Um, Serena was slow. Naomi was just annihilating her. Serena clearly looked pissed. Um... It, it, there were like serves that Naomi was doing that Serena w- didn't even move for because she knew she wasn't going to be, she didn't even try because she knew that at some point she was not going to be able to get to it. And I heard her after her after game interview was actually a little rough and she walked out. Like yeah. it looks like she was crying and she walked out cause they might, I read they might've been insinuating retirement for her or something, but that was how it felt. And I literally watched it for no longer than five, 10 minutes, like the, the match itself. Um, I feel bad for her cause it doesn't seem like she's, I wouldn't say she's retiring gracefully, but it, it seems like she's growing out with a struggle. Um, and that's what she's focusing on. I mean, she gets tons of criticism though. Like this is not criticism of Serena at all. Just my own observations. It's unfortunate. And, uh, maybe cause now that we do this, you'll be a little more aware of it, but it's sad. The, the heroes we look up to, uh, in, in athletics, it usually ends ugly. The Tom Brady thing you think is, so? oh God. Yeah. The Tom Brady thing is like a once in a century kind of thing. Like it's magical at this point. Um, but yeah, usually the athletes that we enjoy watching, um, I mean, it was wild watching Jordan with the wizards and like, that's not Michael Jordan. He can't get off the floor anymore. It's, it, it usually ends more, more bad than good. And that might be what Serena's going through right now. See, I was trying to, I was stuck on that last night. Even after I changed, turned to a different channel, I said, who do I know? Who have I observed Oh, that has retired and they hadn't retired. I don't want to say gracefully, but they didn't, they retired like not on their own terms. If that, or who do I, I feel like there's people that I know. I didn't watch Michael Jordan long enough to say Michael Jordan. Maybe I'm struggling with who, I don't know. I don't know. You know, like I feel like when Shaq retired, it was. Oh, not- that, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah if, you know what I mean? It's funny. People think of Shaquille O'Neal as the Lakers, but also the Magic. Um, he won a title with Miami with Dwayne Wade in 2006, uh-huh. and there was still he was still an important player on that team. But if you look at the teams, the list of teams he was on, you would shake your head and go, he didn't play for these teams. He did. His fat ass, kept his 400-pound ass kept getting traded around <laughs> the league because there was nothing <laughs> left of him, and he was just an expensive contract. But... Usually busted knees and everything sports tells you to retire as opposed to you telling I'm retired, you telling sports I'm retiring. Yeah. I just can't think of anyone else that, um, I mean, the baseball players have good retirements. I feel like not always. Um, I mean, uh, Albert Pujols, the, do you know him? No. Who? Never mind. Miguel Cabrera yeah. for the Tigers. Yeah. He looks awful. Like he, Does he, he? he was like, 
One of the greatest, he's one of the greatest hitters I've ever seen. He might be one of the greatest hitters to ever live. Certainly one of the best hitters in the last generation. And the last couple of seasons, he has been a broken person. There's a, I, I don't watch a ton of baseball either, but I can, I can repeat back to you like some of the more, in my opinion, legendary Indians players that retired on other teams. But like it was meaningful so we we watched it like we took the time to watch like sandy alomar and jim tomey and you know what i mean like those players but it was hard to watch for serena because i know she she gets a ton of criticism some of it i do feel like is deserved like she's not necessary she never had, did handle things in the best manner You're right. yeah you know what I mean? Like she does have a bit of a reputation of not necessarily throwing a tantrums, a tantrum, but not hiding the fact that she's pissed or that she's unhappy. And I feel like she has done, she is such a legend that even if she's not doing well, she has nothing to feel sad, to feel angry about or disappointed in herself about. Even if, even if things, even if she said, you know what, my next two years or my last two years, this is what I'd like to accomplish going out of those, going out. Like, even if she didn't accomplish those things, I feel like she should, she still has so much to stand on that it's almost disappointing to see her miss that opportunity of just really enjoying it. I'm glad you said what you said. I wish I would have known you like two or three years ago. Uh, because I agreed. I, I can't remember the instance, but she definitely had a bratty moment. Uh-huh. And it, it was the dumbest. It, it got, of course, it got like internet stupid. Like, Yeah, I think I remember that. People ripping her for being a woman. Like any any gender thing you could do. Thankfully, um, people were like, John McEnroe and all these other dudes in tennis. It just kind of comes with the sport, unfortunately. Um, not everybody is as stoic as Roger Federer, but I was not going to stick my nose in that debate um, because people were supporting a, a talented, historic, heroic woman, but she was definitely like a brat in that situation. Whatever the fuck she did, I, I, I forget. Um, but it's a thorny discussion. It is. It is. She can be who she wants to be. I mean, she's earned the right to have her emotions, even if she didn't earn the right. She's a human being. She deserves to have her emotions. I just wish that I, I wish for her that it would be going a little bit differently as far as how she's responding to all of it. I loved the moment when Naomi Osaka beat her and Naomi Osaka was the one crying. You know what I mean? Not because she was excited. I think she was crying because she, because of how huge that moment was for her and it was not a good moment for Serena and it was at her hands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Naomi was responsible for that. And I loved how Serena just kind of wrapped her arms around her. That's what I'm looking for. Um, and it's not about, I, again, she's her own person. It's not about us and what we want to see from her um, because I feel like those are always placed on female athletes. Those are always placed on black women all the time. But um, yeah, I just, I hope that as time goes on, even if things aren't going the way that she would like them to go, she can really make meaning out of her. Because I, I feel like it's not a secret that she's going to be retiring soon. You know so what I mean? Sooner rather than later. And I think yeah. she said in the press conference or, or tweeted something like, when I'm retiring, you're not going to know it. So. Uh, so Yeah, and that's, why? Like, why? You know what I mean? It, but that's okay. It's her right to do it however she wants to do it. But I just, she's such a legend. It, that would be so unfortunate that, like, everybody spent so many years enjoying her and then they, and then just all of a sudden she just disappears like Britney. You know what I mean? I'm she sorry, won't disappear. Is that, too, is that too soon? No, no, no. She won't, she won't disappear. 
But I mean, I mean, and this is not a, a woman thing. She's had some like massive life changes in the last five years. She, she has, got married. She yeah. had a kid. Like that's the, that anybody like that's gonna shake your world up. Isn't her daughter's middle name Olympia? I don't know. I think so. I think it's something related to the Olympics. Um, last last thing here, and I, I might have to. Um, I'm gonna stop you for one second when we get to it because I have to listen to something on the air. But uh-huh. um, so I see. Burger King is doing a chicken sandwich, and Wendy's now has a jalapeno. Why? How did these chicken sandwich wars arise? Burger King has always had a chicken sandwich for a long time. Long time. It's just it wasn't as... They're known for their Whopper, so that's what they do. They do the Whopper, but they have always had a chicken option on the menu. Um, so I don't know. I don't think that... I think that between like Burger King and Wendy's and McDonald's, they have always had them. It's the other ones that didn't technically have sandwiches that I think like Popeye's, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, think you that- give the market what, what it wants, but like there, I, I guess there was a burger thing and you know, years ago, decades ago, um, uh-huh. Big Mac, Whopper, blah, 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 secret sauce and Dave's old fashioned, whatever. Um, and I guess now this is just where the market is. How come there was never like a, a there's never been a French fry war. Has there? Because I think McDonald's dominates. I don't think there can be. Maybe. Hold, hold on one second, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. That's fine. Um, I don't know. I, I don't eat fast food fries a ton anymore, but I, I found redeeming parts to all of them. Um, McDonald's and Wendy Burger King's fries sucked. I think they cooked it in a different oil. It was never Probably. good. And McDonald's um, dominates for me at all times. Okay. Except when they're soggy. <laughs> I, I just don't get like the fury over these chicken sandwiches, but it's good marketing, I guess. I guess so. And they have like a variety now. My mom, bless her heart, we stopped at Wendy's one day. She was, she loves herself a Wendy's classic single and a small fry. She loves With it. With a Frosty? No, no. She, My mom eats like a bird. So she'll eat a burger that will last her two, like half for lunch, half for dinner, and half a small fry for lunch, half a small fry for dinner. <laughs> so, um, but... She was like, do they still have the mushroom, the Swiss mushroom burger? And I was like, mom, when's the last time you had a Swiss mushroom burger? I don't know. When you were in like the 10th grade. Yeah, they don't have it anymore. Like, no, that's back when they were still doing Biggie meals. And then Biggie meals went away. And now Biggie is coming back. Like, that's how long it was. I loved the Biggie. Like, I'll take a Biggie fry. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's so retro to me. And now they're bringing it back. I was like, that's how long your mushroom Swiss burger has been. Yeah, I wasn't, I know that it was was just, I guess, the trend into healthier eating. Um, But I didn't like, I didn't like that they they took away with supersizing McDonald's stuff. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, no more biggie sizing it and whatever the hell Burger King did. It's like, let, let me gorge myself. You know who I think needs to start the chicken sandwich wars? Like, and it, it cannot be a big chain because they have always had chicken sandwiches. It's got to be, I mean, it could, it could be a big chain, but not your normal McDonald's or Burger King. It needs to be someone like Five Guys and they compete with 
I don't know what uh, uh, Shake Shack or something like that. The, the, the businesses that don't necessarily have something and then they created this big fancy burger and they somehow try to start competition with one of their competition. I like that a lot. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, all right, I want to we'll wrap up because I'm going to go home and see uh, if Andre's good. Um, yeah. Ash, I, I asked Ashley if she could join us today, but she had a 2 o'clock hair appointment, and um, we never reconnected after that. So mm. I, so far as I know, she didn't roll down into the crick. That's <laughs> the crick. <laughs> I still need to talk to Ashley. I'm going to send her my dress picture since you were of no use. I find that woman beautiful. Like, I need to see you in it. So that's so that's a that picture is she's in a plus size. The the picture I sent you is a plus size model. So um, they sell that dress and they advertise it for skinny girls. I'll send it to you just so you can see the difference. And it's made just a little bit differently because it's made for skinny girls with no boobs. So then when I saw the picture of the other girl, she was hurt. The size that she was wearing was a size down from what I wear in dress sizes. So I said, okay, this is reasonable. Like, let me see this, but in somebody with my kind of body, this is reasonable. So um, I kind of want to go find it. I know where I can't like, but the, they don't have it at any of the locations near me. So I would have to go to like either New York city or San Diego, San Diego. I could do cause my brother lives there and I would visit him anyway. Programming but, note. I have already told Alex that my opinion is not needed nor required <laughs> when it comes to dress opinion. I'll help with DJs and venues and food. It you, is cause you're a guy. So you, you know what I mean? Like you are that guy opinion that I could use. Because you may, you know, although you don't know Thomas that well, like my mom said that dress had too much boobs and that that dress had a modification. So it showed less boob than the other one. <laughs> I, I, I don't find I would have to rewire my brain a little bit because I don't find anything interesting about wedding dresses. They all look the same to me. So the fun fact, though, Thomas doesn't listen to the podcast, so he's not going to know Um I like that dress, but my plan is to add a piece to it. So I want a twofer. So like a serum, a nice, a more fancy ceremony um, and something for pictures. And then for the party, I take off my big overskirt and that's the dress. That is the dress that I will then have for the party, if that makes any sense. No, um, it doesn't because I don't speak this language. It's a trend. It's a trend. There's okay. a trend now where you can det literally have a bigger skirt and detach it. Like you can unzip it or unbutton it. And then you have a different look for the party. So you're like a transformer? Yeah. I you could say that. I'm good with that. <laughs> you could say that. Um, last thing. Um, it's Jen's birthday today, but apparently she's having a thing. But don't bother her. She just wanted to vent, I think. But oh, actually yeah. say, say something to her. Should I? I don't. I mean, I don't really talk to her on a... Really? Yeah, only in meetings. Jen, Jen and I don't text or anything. Okay. All right. But I did see that it was her birthday and that she was Having feeling a, a little... She was. That's that's too bad. Ooh, I just got a text from Kimberly. Is that... Newman. Oh. She, uh, she did some TikTok thing the other night on the news, but it was just a picture, not a video. And I was like, never mind. Oh, you TikTok snob. Are you a TikTok snob now? No, that fucking app blows. How do I make it not blast me in the face with sound when I open it every time? I turn my sound down before I turn on TikTok. And do I have to, like last night I put a picture up, uh -huh. but I wanted to add commentary. 
Oh, I don't know how to do that. It was very easy, but and I had to turn down the. I didn't know how to take off the video that it automatically added. I wanted that gone. Now I turned the sound down to it, but when the video posted, it still tagged that video. This is nonsense. This is what. I, does it make me sound old to go? There's too much shit going on with this. No, no, it's that's exactly my opinion. I don't, I don't even know if you've searched my TikTok. I might have two videos that are up that people can see publicly, but that's about it. Um, I just watch everybody else's for the entertainment. Yeah, I don't want to watch stuff. I, I'm just like doing my media duty to post something. It's just funny. It's really friggin' funny. You should watch some stuff. No, I, you know me. I don't like. I watch the Mortal Kombat trailer which thomas needs to watch is it a new one yes Ooh, send it to us so i just posted on it you know it was on facebook i posted it on facebook so okay. good get over here we did something extremely responsible so as we've been having snowstorms and we work around the corner from each other if there's a big snowstorm my car has the better tires this season so we will only drive one car to work so we'll ride together <laughs> So that was why I was at the wellness center today because I drove to work. I drove us to work, dropped him off, and then I went to the center for the morning. And that's what we did earlier this weekend last week. It's very green of you. It is. I'm like, who the hell am I? It, it just wouldn't, it makes sense. Like, why would there be two of us out there for the potential for two of us to get into a car wreck than just, you know, one of us? Do you give but then that, the, might, that might orphan our dogs. Do you give him a kiss and his lunch pail and send him on his way? I'm such a, honestly, I, but I had to like pull myself in today. I'm such a bitch. I didn't, I don't, he'll ask for one. And so I'll give him one. But normally I'm like, get the hell out. Cause he is like, he was a chatty Kathy in the car. He was just telling, I mean, from the time that we got in the car until I dropped him off at his job, I looked at him and I started laughing and he's like, what's so funny? And I was like, honey, it is 8am. Like it's seven thirty in the morning. You are so like, you have not like come up for air in these conversations just one to the next to the next and he just looked at me and like gave me the finger because he knew I was right (laughs) he probably didn't tell you this but I told him last night the only reason she got you a sword was so that you could be in a fair fight with her and her fists (laughs) what'd he say I forget oh he said you fight dirty I do fight and hog the tv so I, I do both. I was probably hogging the TV as you were texting. I didn't know you guys were texting last night. All right. Bye. Okay. Uh, bye.